Today's podcast is sponsored by Genesis, the most comprehensive and complete education for pool professionals. The Genesis Career Pathway for Pool Builders and Design Professionals puts your team on the right track to become masters of their trade. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Brandon Miller, owner of Cajun Pools and Spas in Brobridge, Louisiana. He's an award-winning third-generation pool builder with a talent for designing and building incredible outdoor living environments. It's a pleasure to have you with us today on the show, Brandon. Now, I know you've been doing this for about 12 years now, and you started to get some buzz a few years ago. You're racking up some awards along the way. Kudos on all your success. Can you give our readers and listeners a little bit of backstory about who you are and what Cajun Pools and Spas is all about? Yeah, um... I, well, I started Cajun Pools and Spots 12 years ago, but before that, I had my, my grandfather was in the business in late 70s, early 80s, before I was even thought of. My uncle, his son, was kind of followed behind him in early 90s. I would go up, and I still lived in Louisiana, and they were doing all their business in Illinois, uh, around the southern Illinois area. So as a kid, I would go up there and spend summers up there just getting in the way and just trying to pick their brain on what they were doing or why they did it. And I went up for a few summers. Uh, my grandparents, they would haul the swimming pool, like fiberglass shells across, you know, all over the United States. So I would ride with them quite a bit. And then as I got older, riding in the car just wasn't doing it for me anymore. So I jumped on with, you know, my uncle and kind of got in the field installing fiberglass pools, uh, you know, the things he did and just kind of watched it you know, watch how he did things and just kind of shadowed him as a, as a kid. And as I got older, I, you know, was put in the role of doing things during the summer months. I'd spend two or three months up there and, you know, do a little bit of plumbing, installing and so forth and so on. And then finished up with high school and decided I was going to move up there permanently, which I thought permanent, and started installing with him uh, day in and day out. Um, I did that for about a year. And I mean, like I said, Louisiana is a big all-field state. All my buddies were out here making all-field money and I thought that's something I wanted to do. So I moved back home and gave up the pool business for a few years and um, bounced around jobs and in the all field here and there. And in 06, got back into the pool business in Louisiana with a guy and it just didn't work out like I was wanting it to. So I gave my uncle a call and he was up open arms to me again. And I packed my bags again and moved back to Illinois. That time with the intention of really watching what he did from all aspects, the installation, the business side, the, the, just dealing with it all, because I thought at some point I might have wanted to do it on my own. And I, I did that for a year in, in that time. I, well, before I moved, moved up there, I had met my wife now here, and then she ended up packing up her things and dropping what she was doing here and moved up there with me. And we stayed up there for, it was almost a year as well. And then just kind of seeing that the economy up there was just not doing what it typically did. And my uncle was in the process of maybe just getting out of the business and selling it and going work for um, one of the major manufacturers. So at that point, I made the decision to head back home. And um, I got back home and friend of the family had an all-field company and I um, got hired on with them and ended up getting the captain's license and running boats for them for a while. And then the wife and I were talking and we thought that we should we should start a, a pool business. At the time, in, in 2010, there really wasn't as much competition as we have now around here. It seems like everybody around here now is trying to be a pool builder. Back then, it was just a handful of them. So we contacted Leisure, uh, which is the manufacturer that had been dealing with my uncle for years, uh, since around 2003, I 
whenever they came to the United States, contacted them and kind of told them what I wanted to do. And at the time, they really didn't have a permanent dealer in this area that was dealing with their brand. So being I had some affiliation with them indirectly through my uncle and them in the past, they opened their arms to us and we became one of their dealers in, in Louisiana. All that was going on. And then the all spill, the famous all spill happened. So it, it was basically business was put on hold around here. Nobody was really spending any money. It was, it was kind of every time and nobody knew what was going to happen. And we had started this business, but we hadn't even you know sold our first project or anything. So I went back in the field and just used my captain's license to try to make more money and put more money away in preparation for our first sale. Um, and then it came one day, this lady called me and wanted to meet with us, heard about us and we met with them and they really wanted to, they really wanted a fiberglass pool, but they wanted something a little bit different and um, kind of showed me some pictures of some stuff at some resorts they went to in Mexico and had tanning ledges on it and stuff. And this was back in 2011. And I mean, there was fiberglass pools, didn't have tanning ledges on it back then. So I looked at her and her husband and I told her, I said, you know, I think we can make it happen. Um, my uncle and them had kind of been working on some stuff at the manufacturer facility with doing some stuff like that. And we told them we could do it and we jumped on and we put a plan together and ended up building them a pretty amazing project. Went on to win the masters with it. From that point, the rest was history. So, I mean, I've gone through your portfolio and I've seen some of your work. You've got some really cool projects with like fire and outdoor pavilions and it's really exciting stuff. I mean, you know, it's not just fiberglass pool projects that you're doing there. What is your design process like when a homeowner comes to you with a resort style backyard that they want? Man, there's just so many different designs nowadays. I, my biggest thing I tell, tell customers is come to us with, with a few design, you know, a few ideas. Um, Things that they may like when they're looking through our pictures, they may like fire, they may like that tannin ledge, they may like, you know, those the sunken sitting areas, whatever they may, just come to us with a few different things you, that you like. And we tell them there's a list of the must-haves and there's a list of the want. And then we put something together as far as the, the design, we meet back with them and um, we present it to them. And then from that point, they'll typically make a change here and there, depending on what their budget may allow. I, I, I tell them, everybody, it's, it's easier to take away than it is to add. So we'll typically design something way over the top. And then we let their budget dictate what we do and, and what we don't do. It's just easier, we find, than going to them and, you know, trying to always upsell them. I rather give them, give them the, the whole shebang right at the front and then... Let them decide what they want to spend their money on. Well, what features and amenities are local homeowners in your area who want a pool and backyard of the scale of like a really over-the-top project? What are those guys looking for in their backyard? Fire and water. It's, it's asked about over and over and over. It just, everybody wants fire and water. They just, you know, they, whether it's just a fire pot or whether it's a fire pot with water coming out of it. Um, we actually did a, a, a fountain with the the fire feature in the water so the water was catching you know the water was actually you know the fire was burning on the water yeah fire it, it just seems to be one of those things that gravitate the people whenever they walk in the backyard if, if there's flames gone it, it's it's one of those must-haves for a lot of people yeah let's see 2016 APSP young professional of the year 2014 master of design 2014 APSP International Awards of Excellence Gold Winner. I mean, you're definitely getting some recognition and a reputation as a top builder. You're out there making a great name for Cajun Pools and Spas, and that resonates with homeowners too. Got really solid reviews on the work you're doing. 
I know you recently collaborated with another pool industry heavyweight. You know, I've had on the show before Shane LeBlanc on a pool that really caught my eye. This new project you recently unveiled to the world last week just has award winner written all over it. We're highlighting it in the next issue, Pool Magazine, because it's a real head turner. I mean, from the fire pit to the pool area to the materials you use, it looks like a real labor of love and it came out gorgeous. I'd love for you to get into the weeds with us and tell us about that pool, the features, some of the technical challenges you faced, and some of the folks you worked on this project with. Yeah, so um, this project that we're talking about now, they're actually a repeat customer. Uh, Ten years to the month of when we finished their last project, um, we had started this one. So it was pretty cool. Um, they always stayed in touch with us through the years. They always said that they were going to build another house and that we'd have the opportunity to, to build them something cool again. And the, the first one was really an over-the-top project of the time. I mean, it had, you know, huge patios and fiberglass pool with a tanning ledge on it. So they really thought out of the box the first project. And then, you know, the second project was just really taking it to another level and, and letting us do something in, on the gunite side of it to where the design was really free. And, you know, Shane knocked it out of the park with the design. And, you know, our team really hit a home run with all the construction aspects of it. So... They had been in the design phases of the house for, for some time and they approached us and, and she really wanted something over the top. It was going to be their last home. Um, they really wasn't holding back on, on anything. It was, it was basically a free range of, of what we can come up with, what we can create for them. So I, I took it as I was going to bring somebody and I, I wasn't going to shortchange them on a design. So I went out and like I said, Shane's a Louisiana guy um, as well. So, I've always kind of admired his work and, and things he's produced as far as the designs and stuff. So I got with the client and told him, I said, look, I said, I have a guy that I like to bring in for the design part of it. And uh, they were open and willing. Uh, we brought Shane in, he met with him, and uh, he produced a, a 3D to him, um, almost exactly what we, you know, there was a few things that once the design was released to us from Shane, we made a few little adjustments here and there um, in the pool, not really much. And then the backyard space we, we did we added a bunch of stuff on some one side we had a bunch of stairs and steps and sitting areas and things we added and retaining walls and stuff like that to to kind of add to the backyard as far as the project went on i mean that was a man that was a folder full of change orders with the client just from start to finish she had these these amazing ideas of what she wanted to see and what she wanted it to look like and just getting it out of her head was a challenge in itself because she knew what she was wanting to see. We thought we knew what she was wanting to see. And then when it would come down to showing her a sample of it, it was like, uh, not quite. So it took some time to kind of get the material selections down. Um, that was the biggest, biggest thing with us was just material selection. And we settled all the deckings is a porcelain deck. Um, and then we just took it a step further. We, we didn't want any coping over home. We didn't want it anything traditional like that so all the coping material the decking material and the tile material is the same material that we ended up just sending it to a fabricator and they they cut it on a 45 for us so our, our installers just were able to give it a real sharp edge where there was no overhang everything was flush everything you know everything was 90 degree corners it, it, it was a real real challenge um just a lot of different elevation changes with the house and the patio, nothing major. It was just, we had to get real creative with making sure water was going to shed away from the patios and, and make sure nothing was going to hold water. I mean, Louisiana is flat. 
So we were fortunate enough that the sunken sitting area that we have in the pool, we had enough fall from the house pad being built up high enough that we was able to get drainage out to it without having to have some kind of pump or it, it's just gravity fed. So that was a plus. And then on the design, it, it had a, about 50, I think 54 feet of kind of a vanishing edge wall. And once again, our yards are flat. So we was able to cut down some of the yard enough to where if you're at the house looking at the pool, the line of sight, you, you don't see the catch basin because the catch basin was a large, was a very large catch basin. So the line of sight from the patting on it, you don't see it, which was something that we was really concerned about being the, how flat the yard was. I've seen multiple angles of the pool. I mean, it really looks beautiful. What I love about this particular pool is that you have that sunken fire pit area and that, you know, when you're in the fire pit area, you can see what's going on in the in the spa and in the pool area. I mean, it's really beautifully uh, arranged there. I mean, the whole flow of the backyard is really just spot on. Yeah, it really was. Like I said, we had an open house there and I sat in that sunken sitting area for about four hours, just just meeting with people and just they were just coming and going. I really never got it. It was just it was comfortable, man. It was just it's. We ended up getting the clients and we sat them in there and we just made sure that everything was tailored to them. We sat them in there and we took a bunch of measurements. And then in the pool, there's some steps that lead out from the bedroom and in the bathroom that kind of just run along the side of the house. I saw that one photo that Jimmy took of where the you're looking out from the pool area, all right, and you can see the fire pit, you can see the starlit sky. It's just a really gorgeous shot, you know? Yeah. And those, those, those walkway pedestals, we ended up, we, we bounced back and forth all kind of ideas. Like we was just, we didn't want a bunch of grout lines. So we, we, we looked at doing full slab marble. It was just, we were back and forth on it. And then a a local concrete decorative concrete company to us, Concrete Revolution, he's a friend of mine, keep this. And we called him in and we had an idea, him and I, and we, discussed it and we ended up basically he molded all all those steps are all concrete steps so he basically molded all of those to like a shoebox lid is what it ended up being so it's, it's all one piece and then he came in there and he martyred them down all in you know, all in one piece so there's no grout joints no lines there's an anti-slip texture on the top of them so whenever they're wet there is this grip to them they they really did a, a stand-up job on it. It was kind of something that was in the back of the, the client's mind the whole time because of how many steps there were and how close it was to the house. She was just really concerned on, on what it was going to look like finished. And at the end of it, she was really pleased at, at, at what happened and what we did with that part of it. Um, it, it like I said, I, I follow a lot of guys in the industry and I just I look at a lot of their work and um, we leaned on a couple guys as, as far as for the hydraulics. We ended up reaching out to uh, Paolo Benedetta and his firm did all the hydraulics for us. Um, we just wanted to make sure that it, it was it was spot on. Um, Paolo Benedetti is a op editorialist for Pool Magazine, and he's definitely a genius when it comes to hydraulics. So you definitely tapped the right guy on the shoulder for that. Yeah, we definitely like I said, it was. We, him and I spoke a couple times and um, he, his first state, they did the construction drawing for us. And, and then we went to him for the hydraulics and I'm super pleased. I mean, I, like I said, it was any question. It, it was, it was awesome to work with them. Um, you know, even though they were in California, we were in Louisiana, it was, it was easy. Just, you know, everything they provided was detailed enough that I didn't have to go back and ask questions. So it was awesome to work with them and, and just following and watching a lot of those guys, on 
on what they do and the things they do on that on the West Coast is just what the homeowner wanted in Louisiana. So it, I think it worked. There was a lot of stuff we kind of added on to it in the project. There was mid-project started talking about lighting on all the steps. So it was like, okay, now we have to go to the drawing board and figure out how we're going to think there's 56 or 58 lights in all the steps, individual or one-inch light. So it was it was the change orders for us that was just always kind of challenging because you would think you were fixing to go to the next phase of the project and we, we have a change order and then we would have to kind of take a step back and make sure that that part of it was done before closing up and moving on to the next chapter of it. It was, but at the end of the day, it, it was having the contractors that we have in our arsenal made it easy. It, it was a long project. They were building the house at the same time. There was a lot of just a lot of moving parts with that. And we were dealing with supply chain issues and, you know, the COVID deal and all that. So it was just kind of, you know, the project probably should have been finished up a little sooner, but we all agreed that we weren't going to rush the project just to say we were finished it. You went outside the box on this one, Brandon. I mean, honestly, I've seen pictures of the home. All right. I know the area where you're building. I mean, it's atypical for a, a house that looks like this in the area. All right. It's a very modern looking home. All right. The backyard aesthetics with the wood and the ceiling and the, the, the outdoor living area. I mean, it really is a contemporary design that you guys came up with. And it shows that, you know, you went beyond to consult with the best in the industry to deliver a premium result for this homeowner. Yeah, that was the ultimate goal at the end of it was to try to bring something to the Lafayette market that hadn't been done or hadn't been done to that scale. And lucky for us, the clients were 100 percent on board with pretty much all of that. So it made it, it made it really easy. They weren't shy on cutting corners and it, it made the project really go smoothly knowing that if there was a change or something that was added, you know, we didn't have to sit there and try to figure out a more economical way to do it. We were going to do it in the way that it was going to last, you know, for years to come with the least amount of maintenance as possible. I mean, the project is it really is over the top. I mean, there's a lot of maintenance that's going to be involved in it. They know that. We know that. We just didn't want to compound that with a poor install. And then we're having to look at something on the roof on redoing something. So just everything from setting materials and just the way we did things was kind of in the favor of it lasting for, for years to come for them. Laticrete was by far the, the most used product on that on that job site. Everything from their their waterproofing, their setting materials, um, their grouts. Um, and then, like I said, the, the spa has all black porcelain, through body porcelain. I ended up getting with Jimmy Reed on that. And um, he supplied us with all the black porcelain on that job. So that was really cool to you know be able to lean on him for that material, just because we knew coming from him, it was going to be exactly what we needed. It wasn't going to just be, is, are we getting the right thing? So that made it easy there. And all the um, all the porcelain we bought through our local vendor with Pool Corp, um, it came came from them. Um, Hayward was a big, I mean, the pool's totally Hayward. So it was a big, I mean, there's multiple filters and multiple pumps and heaters and cooler units and man, just the lighting and, you know, the Omni controller. It, it's, it really, it really is user-friendly for them. I mean, the homeowner, as detailed as the project is, single push of a buttons on their phone we have it programmed so that it can do whatever they want you know they, they had dinner and they want to have the spot heated and the lights on a certain color and it's this is a single push of a button and it does it for them so that was like the big goal for us was making sure that it was user friendly and like i said hayward was there for it and it, it, it's all worked out for the best 
Let's see who else we had in there. Um, fire by Design, Brandon Horton and them. Those guys did the the fire pit for us, the burner and all that. Their their stuff always always nice. It always works. It, it works like it's supposed to. Ironically, Brandon's another Louisiana guy that ended up making his way to the West Coast um, and doing big things now. So I met him by accident. I was looking for some fire features that work because I was having some trouble with another vendor, and we ended up hitting it off. And we've been using this stuff ever since. Pebble Tech was, we did a pebble sheen on the interior finish. The customer was really concerned about the interior finish. It was, she wasn't, she, she was showing us pictures of what she wanted and we just couldn't figure it out what the material was as much as I went to the internet and tried to ask and ask groups. And she ended up coming across um, that Turtle Bay by Pebble Sheen and fell in love with it. And that's what ended up being the interior finish on it was a Turtle Bay by Pebble Sheen. Phil Malone song with Greywood Homes is the one that ended up doing the construction on the house. Our stone guy was uh, Kevin Wallace with Dreamscapes Paving and Drainage. Him and I have been working together it's our, since the beginning, our 11th year together working together. He always just, he always knows what I want. He always understands my attention to detail. So we work well together. And the electrical in that job was, man, it was so time consuming. I mean, there's just so many lights we pulled. And my electrician, which is Cajun Electric, um, they ended up coming on board and, and doing it the entire backyard. It was, I mean, it was, I don't know, they, had, they probably have a month over there between all the stuff they ran. And it was, uh, it was definitely, the electrical part, it was definitely unique just because of all, I mean, just how much lighting and everything that's just to light the back. I mean, under the, in the sitting area, there's lights under the fire pit, there's lights under the seats, just trying to underglow everything. And I mean, they did a superb job hiding it all to where we don't see it. And you just, you just see the glow of the light. So. Hats off to them on that. And like I said, the stone guy really hats off to them. They spent, uh, I think, four, four or five months of stone work there. So it was um, definitely challenging, but at the end of the day, it was definitely rewarding. What was the most challenging aspect on this job? I mean, was it the hydraulics that you brought Paolo in for? Um, well, I would say the hydraulics would have been challenging if we wouldn't have went to Paolo on it. But it would be, he made it really easy. So we just followed the plans, and, and that was pretty easy. I think the most challenging part was just how straight line everything was and just making sure that everything and it, it doesn't show in pictures but just making sure that every line from another line to another line was just straight and square and just we had so many measurements to pull and, and lay out before we started laying any kind of porcelain because we didn't want to be on one end and have a five six inch cylinder of porcelain so there was a time in some areas of the patio that every piece of porcelain was cut so that it was a uniform size and then the pattern fell out to where we didn't have these small tiny pieces on one end to fill it in so i think the most challenging part outside of the hydraulics and, and getting the, the pool into the into a shell form would have to be the stonework um just the sheer amount of it that you know for us is just not something that is done around here a lot like that i mean we do a, we do a bunch of decks four or five six thousand square foot decks but nothing with multiple elevation changes and you know vanishing edge walls and just making sure that all that stuff flows correctly making sure that the vanishing edge wall was was, was spot on you know just we're trying to not send a bunch of water to the pool but we still wanted that look to where it was just a sheet of glass so that was challenging for the stone guys and for us you know just making sure that they understood how close of a tolerance we were asking for them I mean, you got to see this pool for yourself. Make sure to subscribe to Pool Magazine and check out this incredible backyard we'll be highlighting, Cajun Pools and Spas. I mean, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today, Brandon. Really appreciate having you on the show. Yeah, no problem. It was a pleasure.
A big thank you to our sponsor, Genesis, the leading education program for pool builders and design professionals. Genesis and the PHTA are creating better career pathways for builders to become masters of their trade. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast.